Welcome to the Racing with Jason podcast. Jason Carter along with Steve McCullum. Good afternoon, everybody. We are fresh off the hills of uh, going to uh, California this past weekend. Me, of course, me and Steve getting ready for the World of Outlaws coming in town this weekend. Two nights of racing, one down at USA Raceway Friday night down in Tucson. Then uh, right here in our backyard, Arizona Speedway on Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to those guys, uh, seeing them there in Paris, which we'll talk about in just a minute. It is fascinating watching these guys go around the track with one, the speed, and also I guess you could say the precision that these guys uh, cut around the uh, ovals. Yeah, it definitely is uh, awesome seeing these uh, fast 410 race cars. I mean, we saw the USAC CRA guys qualify, and then the you know the outlaw guys came out there, and we thought the CRA guys were going fast, but the outlaw guys <laughs> came out there and jumped by a few seconds. So uh, definitely some quick uh, laps being turned down at Paris Auto Speedway. Uh, Aaron Reitzel, the big winner uh, for the World of Outlaws, a uh, driver out of Clute, Texas. I always love my Texas boys. Uh, he uh, swept the entire night, got the... Uh, Quick time, won his heat race, won the dash, and led all 30 laps en route to a main event win. Not only that, he also uh, was the first one to uh, go out and qualify. So I uh, set the pace early, and he just uh, <laughs> right. he just kept on going, man. Nobody, nobody could touch him. Yeah, you know, we're used to seeing the, the CRA and Southwest guys run, and, you know, we're, we're down the pits, obviously, talking to everybody and, and everything. And, you know, Southwest CRA guys win, you know, you know, 16 seconds, you know, that's, that's pretty fascinating. You know, we see that all the time, you know, nothing special about it for you know, for us. And then it was funny because, uh, you know, like you said, the first car goes out on the wings and, uh, you know, I looked at you and was like, what, what did that race monitor say? Cause I mean, you could tell, and it was a good two seconds faster, you know, 14 seconds going around. And it's definitely fascinating to watch those guys go around with it. And, um, you know, there was some, some accidents in there, which those guys at those speeds made it a little bit more interesting. And I missed the red flag one where the cars got into each other. And, but I did see the cars come by and I mean, it was pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of damage on those guys definitely looks a lot more serious than uh, what a normal sprint car wreck looks like. Yeah, I think the wing kind of adds to it a little bit there. More more parts and pieces to yeah, it well, thrown off the car. Well, when the wings are crushed when they're coming by on the, uh, you know, it, it definitely adds a little bit of uh, suspense to it on that. So, but, you know, the, the nice thing about the World of Outlaws, uh, you know, uh, that we talked about was that, um, you know, they do a good job of promotion in terms of the drivers and the pit areas afterwards and everything. And, but, uh, the CRA Cal, you know, USAC CRA guys there were, were great as always. And, and that was, that was a fascinating, uh, final race there where RJ Johnson was, uh, up front there and ended up going up into the catch fence on a restart. Uh, and, uh, um, Help me out here. Um, uh, Roa. Brody Roa. Yep. Ended up, uh, who was in second, came up there and went around him. And uh, so it was a good time. And, and the nice thing about them coming to Tucson and Arizona is it's not, or ET, or Arizona Speedway. It's not that far away. Uh, and Mod Lights are going to be down there with them down in Tucson. And then up here, the ASCS Desert Sprint Cars. Yeah. So looking forward to a, a full night of great racing. If you're a sprint car fan, definitely make sure you circle calendar for Saturday night. But uh, interesting. going to be interesting to see the guys uh, run down there in uh, Tucson, which we'll talk more a little bit later on as we do have two guests today we got sheldon hoddenshield joining us today and then we also have rico abrew going to be on the podcast so we got two guests a little double dip since we got a little double dip action uh going on this weekend down uh or here across, across the uh, valley of the sun here in arizona can i say valley of the sun sounding like no. out of town announcement. yeah so yeah right because <laughs> you don't know tucson's out of the valley right right but, yeah but anyways we do have uh some congratulations to send out to the main event winners from this past weekend here in Arizona, uh, Friday night, ASCS Desert Sprint Cars. It was Dennis Guile picking up the W for the AMCA Modifieds. Jason Knoll won down there. The Sport Mods went to Chase Rudolph again. Cody Center got the stock car win. Uh, so, so, 
hopefully some good luck turn around there for Cody Center. And Colton Hardy picked up the win in the mini sprint. Colton Hardy continued that trend of being fast. He won the ASCS Desert Sprint Car Series the next night. Uh, IMC Modifieds went to Colin Hibden. Chase Rudolph double double dipped, got the uh, win in the Sport Mod on Saturday night as well. George Franzen picked up the stock car win on Saturday night down at Canyon. And Colton Hardy won in the mini sprint. So three trophies for uh, Hardy this past weekend. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing him out this weekend with uh, the ASCS Sprint Desert Sprint Car Series as well. Uh, Casa Grand ran there at Central Arizona Speedway. Zach Madrid picked up the win in his brand new car. Uh, first uh, win for him in that new hot rod. Bo Partain picked up the Sport Mod win. Virgil McArthur picked up the Pure Stock win. The Bombers went to John Lacey. George Zills got the Power 600 win. And the Power 600 restricted class went to Dylan Schott. I think I said that right. S-C-H-A-A-D-T. Sounds about right. <laughs> Mojave Valley, they raced as well. They had a bunch of dwarf cars down there Friday night in the uh, pro class. Uh, Darren Brown got the win. Ronnie Williams picked up the win in the vets class. The sportman class went to Tom Wigton. Zach Forsher got the mod light win. Then on Saturday, he did throw its modifieds in there, the mix as well. Trevor Fitz got the win in that class. Darren Brown, Another win on Saturday night in the pros class and the vets dwarf car class. It was Mike Reeder and Zach Forsher got the the two-step there, I guess you can say, this past weekend. So uh, won both (laughs) Friday and Saturday night. So congratulations to all of the main event winners uh, from around uh, Arizona this past weekend as we look forward to uh, getting things rock and rolling this weekend. But we are definitely looking forward to our first guest on the Racing with Jason podcast here today. Coming up, it is Sheldon Hoddenshield. Missed the race this past weekend? No worries. You can catch up on all the door banging, slide job throwing action at GestaltProduction.com. Gestalt Production specializes in race videos, but is also looking to help your small business grow. For more information, visit GestaltProduction.com and subscribe to their YouTube page. Well, man, sounds like you're uh, already on the road. You scoping out the uh, the good car washes out here in Phoenix? It's a little different. Like, you know, when I did it on my own in the 93 car, it was like, yeah, we're looking for a badass car wash this tonight. Yeah, then we knew where they all were. My mechanic knew where they all were. It was fine, nice car wash, water, good soap, you know. <laughs> the essentials. Yeah, so now it's a little different now that I got my motor home and t-shirt trailer. It's just kind of where I want to hang out. Um, you know, a lot of times we'll go spend a week where the guys are, and uh, sometimes we'll kind of go do our own thing, so it just depends on where we're at. And you're traveling with uh, Pella, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, so I got my girlfriend Zan with me and Pella with me, so, um, you know, I got to keep them entertained. and <laughs> busy or they get they get a little bored right is she is the girlfriend a racing fan or what oh yeah yep so i've been with her for six years now it wasn't just one of those things she's like what do you do and you're like i race cars come out to the track sell some (laughs) t-shirts i actually met her at eldora she was a track queen at eldora they do that pageant at eldora every year and that's how we met you you race car guys i swear the life the life <laughs> you put on a driver's suit and all of a sudden just can pull Eldor princesses. Yeah, there you go. But no, man, I mean, like, talk about your career just a little bit. I mean, obviously, I mean, growing up the, uh, you know, the son of uh, Jack there, you had uh, the racing bug kind of instilled in you. Was there any other route in your life that you were going to take? Or was this like just this is what I'm doing? I mean, I know you did uh, some dirt bike stuff, I believe, back when you were little. But uh, was sprint cars always the uh, the main goal? Uh, 
wouldn't say it was definitely not the main goal. Um, you know, my dad, I started in a go-kart. I raced it two times. Uh, my dad thought it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. So he bought me a dirt bike. And then um, when we raced quarter midgets, um, the building right next to it had dirt bikes in it. So we would always go over and watch the dirt bikes race. And then I ended up getting a dirt bike. And I think I was, man, three and a half, four years old when I got my first dirt bike. And then I probably raced a dirt bike every single weekend from five years old to 16 years old. Like, that's all I did. So, wow. Uh, I got pretty serious with it. Um, we started going to some bigger national events on dirt bikes and would do decent at a couple of them. And then, uh, you know, I think my dad probably kind of started getting a little worried about how serious I was getting uh, into it. So uh, he built a sprint car for me. You know, I, I really didn't even care about it. Well, I did. Like, <laughs> I, I cared about it because my dad did it. And, I, you know, I grew up going to the races and watching him. And, you know, I loved sprint car racing, too, when I was that age. Right. It was just, I was really into dirt bikes. And then, um, you know, like, when he built that first car, I really didn't, like, help build the car or anything like that. And, you know, I... I didn't have too much interest in it, but my dad just did it and, and took me out to uh, one of our local tracks to make some practice laps. And it was pretty much history from there. I mean, I did that. Uh, I think we went racing like the following weekend and uh, I think I may have raced a dirt bike three or four times after that. That was it. And it was kind of mindset. and focused on racing sprint cars and that was it like kind of just quit racing dirt bikes went racing sprint cars do you, at 16 do you still get on a dirt bike every now and then and uh yeah i try to i sold all my like i sold my dirt bike uh for my 2017 season i was you know when i did it on my own and i should say it was yeah 2017 season when i had the 93 car out at you know, I needed money, so dirt bike went and had a little bit of cash in my pocket to get down the road. So, uh, yeah, I don't even own a dirt bike right now, which is uh, a shame. But, uh, yeah, definitely when I get home, all my buddies got bikes, and I'll go ride with them or at their place. So, uh, Sheldon, what is, you know, in your... In your young but yet accomplished career, uh, what is your, I guess, your favorite uh, memory or your favorite uh, race that you've participated in so far? Oh, I don't know. There's definitely quite a few. I think, uh, like, if I were to name the top five, um, I think would be making the Knoxville Nationals in 2015 in my own car. Um I think uh, starting on the front row of the King's Royals with my dad is probably one of the coolest things that'll ever happen in my career unless we went one-two at it. Um, but just starting on the front row at the King's Royal uh, definitely gave me chills starting next to my dad. Oh, yeah, definitely. And there's, there's a four-wide pick. I think it's uh, me, my dad, uh, Brad Sweet, and maybe Donnie, which to me is like one of the coolest pictures I'll probably ever get. Right. 
and then um, winning my first uh, outlaw race is definitely right there and just like my first week in the 17 car I think winning three of the first five races or something was pretty cool so uh, that was a tough week to match well, yeah, definitely a good week, and you know, had the uh, the good feels right off the bat. Now, kind of going back, uh, you know, to your like father a little bit. Uh, do you feel like you're living in like a shadow? Because I mean, your dad, like, I mean, he's a pretty bunch of badass when it comes to racing. I mean, one of only four drivers to win in a USAC a World of Outlaw car at Eldora, which is a great feat. Was also sponsored by the great Kenny Rogers back in the '80s. I mean, is there any added pressure being the uh, son of who you are? Uh, no, definitely not. Uh, you know, growing up, he's just my dad, just like any other dad, and uh, just lucky that uh, you know he is really good at what he does, and you know, in the long run, that ends up helping me out. So, um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, can say that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my dad, but right. um, you know. Anybody that's in my shoes knows that uh, it doesn't matter how good your dad is. Uh, you got to put the work in and, and do it do it yourself. So, um, you know, obviously I got uh, a good uh, teacher and someone to take notes from. But uh, at the end of the day, if, if I don't put in the work and, and you know, if I didn't have the capabilities, I don't think I'd be here. And, uh, you know, my dad knows that, too. That, that being said, um, what what do you have? I know you know the World of Outlaw Tour right now and uh, and and all that good stuff. But what what do you what do you want to do with your racing career going forward? Uh, you know, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really plan a whole lot. I just kind of go with the flow and, and see what's going on. I feel like sometimes if you, you know, it's good to have goals and, and stuff like that, but. Um, you know, I don't really plan anything. I just kind of see where it takes me. Um, you know, obviously NASCAR would be great. Uh, doing the Indy 500 would be really cool. Um, stuff like that. But I think uh, first I got to focus on what I what I got going on right now and uh, accomplish what I need to right now for things like that to even come about. Um, you know, I think that's uh, my main goal right now is just be the best sprint car driver that I can be and, and uh, you know, be the best person I can be too. Uh, out here on the road. Absolutely, that'll that'll set it up for the future. So, uh, me and Jason, uh, Jason and I saw you out at uh, Paris last weekend, and uh, there, and you're out uh, for USA Speed uh, Raceway down in Tucson uh, this Friday night, and then up here at ET on Saturday. Um, out there, the, the the question that I had, because um, I think of random questions while I'm watching people race, is: Do you feel any extra energy or extra pressure driving the NOS Energy uh, sponsored car in the NOS? Energy World of Outlaw series? Uh, no, not not really at all. Um, <laughs> you know, I think maybe if it would have been my first year going into it with uh, with Ricky Stenhouse and uh, the Marshalls and Nas all at once and Nas sponsoring it, I think if that would have been my first year, it might have added a little bit of pressure. But um, you know, like I said, I've had a really good teacher my whole life and. Uh, chances are he's been in the shoes just like back in the day, probably 98 when dad was in the Pinzol car on the World of Outlaw Pinzol series. So, um, kind of ironic, but, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, 
yeah, not really any pressure. I feel like my dad's taught me to handle pressure really well. And, and growing up racing dirt bikes, um, you know, you can tell the kids that crack under pressure. So um, just kind of try and handle it best as possible and not really let it get to you. One, one, uh, one question I ask a lot of race car drivers because it's somebody that's never been in a car. So when you're, when you're on the track and, you know, red flag happens, uh, like happened out at Paris or, you know, you're, you're circling the track under yellow and what's your mindset inside the car there does it change if you're in the front uh if you're in the back or just what's your overall mindset uh in those situations with basically downtime when you when you're you know ready to go uh, definitely no downtime, but uh, just always thinking and and uh, you know just thinking of your next move. So um, you know we get a caution; it's a, a perfect time to look at the track and, and see what it's got going on. And, um, you know, sometimes being up front and having a caution uh, might hurt you. So um, you got to make smart decisions on you know where you might pick your restart line or and things like that. And, you know, say you're running fourth, fifth, or little on back, it's perfect time to make up some ground and and uh you know try and snooker them guys a little bit and and uh you know maybe get two cars in a lap or something so i read on your hero card that your favorite nos energy drink drink is the <laughs> gt grape flavor does that go good with vodka <laughs> i would not know <laughs> You, know, uh, you never tried it? <laughs> uh, maybe once or twice. Um, no, the, they have another good flavor out that I really like now. Uh, I think it's mango, nitro mango. Okay. Sounds really good, too. Yeah, I, I'm slipping on a, a citrus one right now, actually trying to wake yeah. up myself here. So, Jason, like every time we go to the racetrack and, and Nos is there, I mean, Jason takes a beeline for them. I think this is still actually one of my free ones that I got the other day. Like, I, I just kind of stockpiled, you know, kind of changed up my look and my hat, you know, went and bought some different shirts, kind of kept there going back. <laughs> yeah, I, I need that's this one. Like <laughs> I need this Nos. I need this Nos. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's not a shameless plug either. Jason makes a beeline. Like, every racetrack it's like you go straight forward it's it's kind of amazing to watch so hey i'm all about the goodies all right that's cool that's how i used to be exactly so yeah you gotta do what you gotta do so i mean with the world of outlaws i mean obviously it's you know the greatest show on dirt uh you know it's kind of like you know when it comes to town it's like kind of the traveling circus comes to town all these big haulers parades and everything i mean i saw people out here in arizona kind of posting i think uh, donnie Schatz's hauler was going through it's almost like you know that big time like nasa car feel and stuff and you know like the stands are always packed do you feel the energy when you're at a racetrack that has the stands like packed and you just see them on their feet i remember last year arizona speedway you were actually in the lead not gonna mention what happened come off a of turn four there halfway through the race but i mean standing room only full house man what happened <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Stepped on it there for sure. So we got to improve off that. Um, but yeah, you definitely feel the energy. Like um, Paris was packed, and you you can tell. Um, you know when the fans are into it, it definitely changes things up a little bit, and it makes you want to perform. So um, it's cool to see people come out and support us. Uh, you know, obviously without them, uh, we wouldn't be able to do it. 
one, one thing I did want to mention as well, you know, as uh, World of Outlaws does a great job uh, in their pit area after the races. So we definitely want to encourage. And I know you enjoyed it uh, seeing you there with uh, all the fans around you after the race at Paris. So definitely this weekend at USA Raceway and at ET, definitely fans need to come out and get back in the pits and uh, see you guys. Because I, I know that's one thing that you, I imagine you enjoy doing out there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. Like, when I was a kid growing up, it was, you know, I might have went to 90 races a year, but I probably still went and grabbed everybody's hero cards and had them sign them every night. So, um, you know, to me, that's what it's all about. I think that's what separates us a little bit from NASCAR is, um, you know, our drivers are so fan-friendly and that you can come down and and say hey after the races and, and hang out a little bit. Yeah, not just the fan friendliness, too. It's just like how open they are, like towards it, you know, I think, you know, just kind of the overall show itself. So it's definitely a, a big time uh, deal. And, you know, speaking of you know, drivers, always, you know, it's not so much the wins drivers remember. I know you did mention some of your, uh, you know, wins earlier when you hopped in the 17 car, but it's also the losses that drivers remember a lot. Do you remember, like, the loss last year at Arizona Speedway? Is that one, you know, you looking forward to that track this weekend? Uh, yeah, you know, we kind of try and forget about them a little bit, but definitely uh, try to uh, remember them to see what we can improve on. So, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to get back there. You know, we had good car speed and, and positioned ourselves really well all night. So um, I feel like that's one of the biggest tasks that we, uh, you know, have to accomplish every night is just getting ourselves positioned to even win a race is half the battle. And then uh, actually winning the race is a, a whole different battle. I mean, you could lead, you could lead 25 laps, but that doesn't matter unless you lead the last one. So, right. um, you know, all these races are just getting ourselves positioned uh, the first half of the night, and then and then getting the job done the second half of the night. And honestly, you could split up the feature into into two completely different halves. Uh, just figuring them out. Our, our tracks change so much that um, a lot's going on, and. Uh, a short amount of time how much uh, of an influence and uh how much time do you get to spend with like ricky and other drivers um you know that obviously you've met and everything throughout the season is that an off season more thing or do you see him during the season and talk to him quite frequently um on that how does that dynamic work uh, definitely like with Ricky he's obviously really busy but uh, he does a good job communicating uh, with me and and my team so usually we're in a group chat and um, you know usually Ricky will text us after the races uh, kind of what his thoughts were what he saw from watching on Dirt Vision so um, you know he knows a lot too he's been doing it a long time and, and he, he understands what he's watching and uh, I think that's a big help for us too so um, definitely good to have Ricky in our corner. I'm not going to tell you his thoughts at Fontana, but whew, he was not happy with you. I kid, obviously, Sheldon, because you, 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 you got to give him the backstory, yeah. Jason. So, so you had that, that wreck on, I believe, that Friday night a few weeks ago. And I, you oh, know, yeah, so you know, I, I walk up to Ricky, you know, we're on pit road at the, the Fontana NASCAR race. <laughs> and, you know, every time NASCAR comes here out west, you know, always go by, stop, chat with him. And you know, I, my initial question was, oh, how's Sheldon doing? Because I, you know, heard he looked like a pretty gnarly wreck or whatever, you know, like, bet you he's feeling a little bruised up today. <laughs> Ricky's all like, I guess he's doing all right. 
need him to quit tearing stuff up though. I was like, what? Like, oh, yeah. like, like, how's he done with the wreck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ricky will tell you how it is. And, um, you know, I think we need that too. So, um, you know, I think it's a, a great guy to have in our corner and a great guy to have as a car owner because uh, look how much NASCAR tears his shit up. Exactly. And one of the things that I didn't take away from it after that, the caveat was I can't be mad at the kid because he's going for it and I love it. You know, like, so you are yeah. always going for it, which is something that's awesome. Cause I mean, a lot of these drivers, you see them, you know, like you said, like, yeah, you got to break it up in the first half and the back half of a race, but you know, you also got to be smart. And when you make your move and I feel like, you know, when to make your move, I mean, sometimes you get in a little trouble, but I mean, other than that, I mean, you're not afraid to thread that needle. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just kind of my style and, and I'm there to win races. I mean, second's great, but, uh, definitely, wins is what you, what what you remember what pays and what the fans remember so um we're there to win races and and uh i mean obviously if we're not in contention to win we're going to do as best we can but um you know winning races is definitely the goal how um now because you travel so much and like you come out here and you know you're racing these tracks basically once a year so what's the mindset going into say USA Raceway or e, uh, ET uh, Arizona Speedway on Saturday night uh, when you get there I mean is it uh, you know whether it's your first time in a track what's kind of your your thing on there just get out there and you know um, hot laps and just kind of learn the track kind of get the thing down like what's your mindset going into that I guess is what I'm asking yeah, definitely. Like, I watch a lot of film before we go places. And um, and then once you actually get to the track, uh, yeah, it's just seeing what it's looking like before we get out there and, and uh, you know, get our hot laps in and see how we feel. And uh, that's what's so great about the Outlaws. Uh, you know, Donnie's been doing it for how long, and a lot of these guys have. That's why they're the best, because they show up at the track one time a year, and they're really fast right off the get-go. And, um you know, that's what's so great about it. So you got to figure it out really quick and uh, you got to be fast right off the get go with how our uh, format is. So you got to qualify well and position yourself well for the, the first half of the night. So, um, you know, that's why the outlaws are the best in the business. We, we, we got to be fast right off the get go and there's no uh, time to be slacking. So right now, obviously, you're already back in Phoenix. We do definitely appreciate you hopping on the podcast and uh, talking with us here. Uh, what, what kind of restaurants you hit up while you're out here? You hit up any of the local spots or you just kind of go with uh, some national chains? Um, you know, definitely we got to hit up national chains quite a bit. But we went downtown Phoenix last night. And, uh, seems like there's a college in town, so there's a lot of young kids. And uh, we ate at a cool little outside restaurant last night. So uh, we'll probably go back downtown Phoenix tonight somewhere. Right. What, what, what restaurant? I have no clue. <laughs> There's thousands of them here, so yeah. It was uh, it was built out of uh, storage container boxes. It was pretty cool. It's that, I, I don't know the name of it, but it's that warehouse one down there that I can't think of. So, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing about Phoenix this time of year is, uh, you know, uh, definitely our patio seating with our weather and all that good stuff. So, now, when uh, yeah. so you're, you're just uh, hanging out in Phoenix and then you're going to head down to Tucson for Friday night and then come back up for Saturday, I'm assuming? Yep, yep. So, I drive the motor home everywhere and we take our t shirt trailer every night. So, uh, bring the merchandise for the uh, dog as well. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's <laughs> in our uh, merchandise trailer, and uh, we have it with us every race. So uh, my girlfriend handles all that, and I really don't have to worry about. It, so. Um, you know, it works out great. I think Steve really just wants a Pella sticker to put on his computer. <laughs> there you go. You got him. I, I like the obscure things. I don't like, you know, I don't like the shirts that everybody's wearing. I like the random one-off thing that people will ask me about, you know. So, definitely, I, I'm that weird guy. So, you'll you'll make 30 of something and nobody will buy them and then I'll show up and buy one. So, you know. so but Yeah, definitely, that's one thing I'd like to encourage as well, obviously, is everybody get out uh, and uh, check out the merchandise trailers this week and uh, support these guys because they're out here and, uh, you know, putting on a show for everybody. Yeah, definitely uh, doing their thing. And uh, Sheldon, before we let you go, uh, I know you got your social media handles and some sponsors you'd probably like to thank and uh, all that stuff helping get up and down the road. Yeah, definitely. Just everyone at SJM and Austin and drink uh, that makes it possible. So uh, we couldn't do it without them, and uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. So like you guys said, if uh, you're not doing anything this weekend, uh, you know where to find us. That's right. Find them at USA Raceway on Friday night. Make sure you go to EG's if you're looking for a local spot <laughs> no, beforehand for a little lunch. Go to EG's, all right? All right, we'll look it up. All right, we'll talk to you on Friday, right, bud? Yep, sounds right. good. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yep, thank you. And that was Sheldon Hoddenshield. Check him out at Hoddenshield7 underscore 17 on Twitter. That's H-A-U-D-E-N-S-C-H-I-L-D underscore 17. Man, you remember I told you I wanted to ask him? How long it took him to uh, figure out how to write his last name? <laughs> I totally forgot that question until yeah. just now when I spelled it out by reading. It. Like, what the heck? <laughs> the bigger issue is, is like, because my last name I don't think is that hard. Like, it's really not, but people always misspell it. So, like, I always have to spell mine, and I feel mine's kind of easy. So, I couldn't imagine that last name. Right. I gotta see. I think Samantha got his autograph this past week. I want to know how he signs the uh, signs that she did. I actually have the sign. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I, think I, I took a picture of the hero card, or was it still? I took a picture of the hero card uh, and everything. I, I mean, uh, you know, look, you know, he, he, he's a like race car driver. Up, you know, you, gotta, <laughs> you can't do it all when you're in yeah, the hurry. It, you know, talking to the fans and everything. Well, if I say it's doctorish, that might be harsh, but it's closer to being a doctor signature than. No, oh, yeah, I mean, yours you, are my you, signature. You gotta figure out a doctor's signature. <laughs> you gotta like figure. I mean, you're signing all those autographs after the race. So. But, but that's one thing. I mean, going back there this weekend, definitely, uh, especially with you know the 17 car, is he takes the time. He's got the hero cards there. Uh, you know, it takes the time to talk to you, meet meet all the fans, and a lot of kids were there. And so I definitely recommend you get back there, uh, especially if you have young kids back there, get them back there and meet these guys because it's uh, fascinating. And that's the one thing I think the World of Outlaws they do right is, you know, they try to shorten it. I mean, obviously the past Saturday we did have four divisions down in Paris, yeah, but so I mean, we got up. two divisions both Friday and Saturday night. Shouldn't be a long night. They like to rush the show on because they want those kids to get down the pits. They want those kids, you know, the, and fans and everything to get down the pits. I mean, more importantly, like you said, you know, it's all about the children, you know, all that stuff. So uh, get to go out there and uh, shake babies, kiss hands, or <laughs> kiss babies, shake hands. Is that, is that and I know a lot of times when people go back there, uh, especially, you know, I'm not, I'm not dogging the local guys, but you know, a lot of awkwardness and, and everything. Cause the local guys are just trying to get out. I mean, these guys are, are there to take the time to spend the time with these drivers so, or with the fans and everything. Um, obviously there's limits and, and I would suggest like Friday night, a little bit more than Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, Saturday night last year, I mean, they, yeah, it was sold out. Right. They, they had to take off. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they um, got to get, we get back to the middle. Yeah. I mean, that's, last what, I, that, the that's what I mean so. by, I'm not making promises, but I mean, that's what I mean by there's, 
there's limits and everything. I mean, they have time constraints and things like that, but they're definitely more open uh, to, to see it, take pictures, you know, like you said, kissing babies and shaking hands and, and they're, you know, the, the merchandise for these guys are top notch. Yes, definitely some uh, Which awesome we'll talk about with our next guest. Yes, we will talk about it with <laughs> our next guest. Going to have Rico Abreu hopping on the podcast coming up next. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Look no further than GestaltProduction.com. All you got to do is visit the website, click the podcast tab, and find one that fits you. Gestalt Production is also looking to help those who want their voice heard. Email them at info at GestaltProduction.com to find out more. So, uh, coming off the podium finish, it's got to feel good. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, I, uh, my car was really good at Paris. We changed a bunch of stuff on it, and it, um, you know, we really got it and put it more in the right direction. So, we're excited for this weekend, uh, and we're going to two pretty good tracks, so it should be fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, returning back USA Raceway, uh, and then coming back to uh, Arizona Speedway track, you had success at a few years ago, picking up a W. Yes, sir. We've uh, won a World of Alloy race there, and um, I this year. So I'm doing the World of Alloy race, and then I'm coming. I think we're trying to come back for um, the uh, 360 races there at the end of the year after Thanksgiving weekend. So um, it's it's a good track, and, and I'm looking forward to getting back there. Well, is that some breaking news? We're gonna get out right there. Yeah, the, the, the leak is out. So, no, my next question yeah. is actually gonna be uh, well a little bit later on. I was gonna ask you about the Western World since uh, we're gonna have the uh, the midgets back at the Western World this year. Uh, any uh, thoughts coming out for that too? Yeah, I'm coming. I believe uh, Keith Keith has it on his schedule. I have to double check, but. Um, that, I'm looking forward to all those races there. Steve is so giddy right now. <laughs> no, I, well, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's always that's always an exciting race getting uh, you know uh, you guys out there for that race at the end of the year and you know it, it's already an exciting time and an exciting race to finish up the season and uh, you know it's exciting to have uh, uh, you guys out there for that absolutely so it's, it's always a good thing to hear. Always good uh, when you get to uh, break the news on the Racing with Jason podcast. <laughs> As a uh, man, I mean. Rico, I tell you what, dude, you do things the right way. I feel like you know, I see you all over social media. You know, interacting with everybody on you know face. I did like a Facebook Live video that got so many views last week. Uh, you're down the pits. You're always you know making time for the kids that want to come out and say hi. I mean, it's just like phenomenal. Does a lot of that like come with you know practice? I mean, obviously you know, you were you know did a little short stint in NASCAR. Um, does all that kind of come with that? Because I kind of see more. Of these guys who are like more polished uh, the way you are um i think it's just uh you know it's just comfortability it comes with and how comfortable i am around people and um you know everyone's so kind at the races and i really uh i really like to um just make someone feel um you know special when um you know a driver comes up and talks to him because i know how important that is especially the kids uh you know i i didn't interview yesterday with open red and i just talked about how um important these kids are to come to the races and to be able to interact with them just because uh you know they're they're the future of our sport and uh, i'm really uh i'm really into uh you know them being able to come down in the pits and um you know after the races and being able to watch them in the stands as well 
Yeah, and uh, I I can attest to that. But meeting you on a Saturday night down there at Paris, and uh, I mean, you were it was like Jason said, it was it was great to watch just how you interacted with everybody, and it took your time, and you know, quite frankly, just made everybody everybody beamed when they met you, and that, so I definitely you know encourage uh, everybody at these races uh, this weekend down in Tucson as well as up here at uh, Arizona Speedway to get out there when the race is over. Uh, but one thing I wanted to mention, Rico, uh, gosh, about six hours ago, I believe you put out on Twitter that you are looking looking for uh, pictures of you and your team and everything uh, to give out to you to expand your Facebook photo gallery. So um, if definitely want to get that word out there for you as well. So people can get their pictures over to you. And I took a bunch on Saturday night for so I'll be sending those over to you. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's really cool. Uh, we kind of have a couple different albums on our Facebook page just so, um, you know, I, I get to take a lot of photos with fans and, and friends uh, at the races and uh, um, you know it's cool for people to share those moments on social media and um, and then I can I can share um, you know those photos on my fan page for everyone to see um, you know the, the fan the, the you know the exposure that people get when they post a photo is, is really cool and then um, to add it on my page into an album is is, uh, is even cooler uh, just because um, it's important that uh, people you know, share that stuff. Uh, I feel like it goes a long ways. Yeah, definitely. It does uh, go a long way. And I actually did listen to uh, you on Open Red yesterday, a great podcast there with uh, Ross Weiss and uh, Justin. And you're kind of talking a little bit about your team, man. Like your team's pretty young. Uh, you got, you know, some young guys in, involved in the sport, which is uh, always awesome to see. Yeah, they're uh, Drew and are good dudes. They, they work hard and I, I enjoy getting a race with them. Uh, Sometimes uh, it's difficult when we don't, uh, you know, we're when we're in a situation where um, we're not as experienced to deal with it. But uh, we learned going down the road, and we all learn together. And um, you know, that's kind of part of it. And uh, you know, that's uh, I'm a hundred percent committed to racing with them, and it uh, it's going to end up being a pretty solid deal uh, that I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to uh, chasing the money shows. So you said. <laughs> yeah, I think it. it uh, I like uh, just to be able to go race, and uh, you might as well go to the best races and uh, and go try to win them. So uh, they 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 do a great job preparing my race cars and um, and allowing me to uh, you know showcase to the best of my ability at the races and. Um, we just we just go to win, and um, that's all we're focused on. Yeah, is that, uh, that's that, I apologize. I can't George, talk all of a sudden. I know, man. Jeez, what the heck? <laughs> hey, um, but no, I, I was tripping on myself because I was going to mention, uh, you know, you've had a lot of uh, success here with the Chili Bowl wins over mine and Jason's uh, good friend, Brian Clausen, a couple years. And, uh, you know, you raced K&N and uh, Chuck Series. So what what is one of your, looking back at uh, what you've done so far, what is one of the proudest or, or some of the proudest things you've done? Not necessarily a win, just some of the proudest things you've done uh, in, in your racing career so far? Um, you know, just the, the, I've had a lot of success in different race cars I've gotten to drive or with different teams. And, um, you know, I think the, the most proudest thing, um, you know, is, is over the last year where um, here and how we've, my, myself and Drew and, and Shane have structured uh, this race team, um, you know, with, with being such a young group and and uh, and the, and how I 
I'm just so proud of the boy, the two boys, and and how much how dedicated they are, and um, and their ability to want to learn. Um, yes, they learn by their mistakes, but they they want to learn by um, you know by asking questions and figuring things out on their own. So um, that's that's something you can't really teach somebody, and um, you know they they have that. Uh, programmed in their in their brains and their bodies, and um, that's uh, you can't you, you don't just find that in somebody, and um, or it's so it, it's uh, it's you either have it or you don't, and I'm really lucky to be able to have those boys on my team, and um, and their dedication is that's uh, the most thing I'm proud of, and and then um, the success success we had over the last year here, um, and how quickly it's developed. Um, uh, it just makes uh, makes that fire in me burn even hotter um, to be able to go to the races and go beat everybody um, because <laughs> I got the youngest group in the pit area and and uh, and that's just sets up our future for how long we're gonna be together racing. Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, uh, racing uh, competitors are always known to like help each other out and and things like that. So, so your your young crew there is, is obviously, I'm assuming, is you know well uh, accepted back there in the pits and everything, and 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 uh, they're they're able to lean on some of the comp- competition as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, they, um, you know, Drew's is not a shy boy, and he likes <laughs> to talk to people, so um, that helps. Uh, you know, and he's um, he's really, really good at the racetrack and um, and understanding our race car and what it needs to, to be better. So he can make those changes, and uh, and you know, I can do my job on track. Yeah, that you know, I'm actually a type of guy that likes that behind the scenes look more than uh, no, no offense, uh, you know, to you as a driver, but I, I enjoy the uh, behind the scenes, getting the car ready, uh, the strategy going involved, and it's kind of leads to my next question is like when you're when you're out there, you know, obviously before race, you know, you're you're pumped up, you're you're you've got a strategy to go into it, and then in the middle of it, a red happens or a long caution where you're just circling the track uh, under a yellow. What what kind of goes to your mind as you're in those situations um you know as a driver getting ready to go and, uh, and, and continue the race i just um you know i i'm thinking about my car and and what it really feels like because sometimes it can be difficult to process that because you can um it's all it depends on what stage of the race you're on um if you're at the end of the race or the beginning and you get those moments where you can um think about what's going on and then i um you know, I I try to just so I can explain to myself when I get back to um, in the pit area to Drew uh, where it's fresh off my mind. I uh, you know I, I make sure that my um, that my you know that every moment or every decision I make is the right decision on the racetrack and um, and that is going to allow me to place me in a better spot um, while I'm racing. I just don't want to getting put in a bad spot and that's where you make mistakes and uh i just um really really focus on that at the why i'm racing if it's a caution or if i'm actually driving around there um uh at full speed 
Well, one thing's for sure, Rico. You definitely, I feel like you are like living the, the kind of like the rock star life. You know, where you saw those guys take pictures with you Saturday night, everybody kind of threw up that rock star, like little hand gesture. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you could hear the crowd when they were introducing you. You got the most cheers uh, Saturday at Paris. I'm obviously, you know, being from California, but I feel like everywhere you go, you're getting cheers. I remember a few years ago, it was before you did your NASCAR stint, I believe, you are hanging out with Dale Jr. out at a PIR, and fans were walking up to you for an autograph and not junior. Uh, like how crazy is it? Just like everybody, you know, just kind of coming up to you. Like, and you know, now you got the mullet, you know, mullet mania, all those hats sold out there at the chili bowl. Like, did you expect this when you started racing? Uh, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be this, um, wild. I, I just, um, I, I just enjoy it. Uh, I, I really I really just enjoy being able to interact with everybody and uh, and I think that um, you know it's it's obviously a real pleasure to um, have a fan base uh, that's structured so well uh, and I have some great great fans that follow me and and want to be a part of my racing career so um, I just keep on keep on digging and I you know I'm not here looking back and and worrying about anything in the past so uh, I don't know, man. I just have fun, and I just kind of live live my life, uh, and um, just kind of leaving loose reins and letting it go on its own. Oh, definitely, definitely. And uh, what kind of got you into racing? I had some friends, some friends of mine. Um, they were my neighbors, and they're still actually really close family friends with me. Uh, they raced uh, go karts, and I started going to the races with them and it just kind of uh took off from there uh to be honest and i raced uh i raced two classes a weekend and then i I go karts and then i got into a sprint car and um i got the opportunity to try some nascar stuff and it just didn't really work out for me or or what wasn't what i was really looking for in, in that environment and uh you know i went straight back to sprint car racing and uh this is this is what I want to do, and, and uh, I, I'm so happy in the position I am, uh, just being able to race whenever and wherever we want. Yeah, that, that's good. I do have a question. Doing uh, just a little bit of research on, um, you know, how you got started racing. Did your dad really build a eighth uh, eighth asphalt oval in his uh, backyard for you when you first started out? Yeah. So we we uh, we got a go kart track at our house, and. Um, it's um, every year we kind of just made some a few upgrades to it, and uh, it's a it's a dirt it's actually a dirt track, um, and there's a uh, we get to go I don't go out there as much, um, but the we get to uh, you know if if we have some friends come over and we still have a few go karts and uh, we put on a, a charity race a couple years ago that got money and it was it's a fun time. Uh, and it, and I just get to, I used to be able to go out there and just run laps and that's uh, I feel like where a lot of my success is because of how many laps I got to run before I even went to the racetrack. 
Yeah, definitely. The wheel time is uh, definitely, you know, uh, seeing your drive in person for the first time last Saturday was uh, quite impressive. Now, this is one of my my silly questions, because obviously your family is behind you, backing you 100 percent on your racing. And one obviously, you know, your sponsor um, is the family, uh, you know, vineyard. Are there any awkward times around the dinner table uh, after a race or anything, uh, you know, like a big race, if it doesn't go as performed or, you know, something happens on there where, uh, you know, the parents look at you kind of, you know, like what, what what's going on here with the uh, sponsorship or, or they just go go have fun and let, let's do this. Um, you know, there's honestly never really been anything too crazy. Uh, I've, um, you know, my dad's a a big supporter of, um, my racing and, uh, he, he loves it just as much as I do. So it's nice to have someone, um, just as passionate supporting me and, and, uh, everything I've ever done. Um, and it's, uh, you know, we, we just do this together and, um, you know, until we are both burnt out, I think. We just keep uh, hitting it full force, so it's it's been pretty fun. Um, I I'm really really lucky to have uh, you know this amount of support from my family, and it's always um, you know it's always cool moments when you win or, or when you have success, and they're excited, and they're just as excited as I am. Oh, so, do you ahead. consider yourself a a wino? I, I love wine. I I used to um, not be a big fan, but I'm really, really into wine lately. And I don't know if it's because I've gotten older um, or I'm just uh, appreciate it a lot more. But I uh, I don't really uh, drink uh, anything else but wine. It's It's been uh, kind of exciting because I'm into trying different style, different kinds of wines and um, it's, it's been a lot of fun to kind of mature and grow up and, you know, a glass of wine with dinner. I, I, it, I, it's, it's crazy to say, but I actually enjoy having, I, I look forward to having a glass of wine at dinner every night. <laughs> so, so you're getting like all the pairings and everything down. Uh, <laughs> are you getting all the pairings and everything down? You know, like what, uh, what wine goes with what food and tastes better yeah, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. No, we we have our our white wine with uh you know pasta and salad and then a, a nice gab with a steak or, or um you know tri tip sandwich or something. So it's been um, it's been a lot of fun learning. And my brother's really really into um you know the viticulture side and the farming side, and um, it's been fun to see him uh, you know kind of uh, develop his his career and the direction he's taken it. Yeah, I've never really considered myself much a wino when I was younger, but now, you know, like I do, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I don't know like how expensive wine should be, but I mean, a good $14, $15 bottle of wine at the local grocery store suits me fine. So, uh, yeah, th- there's some, uh, there's some nice wines that are, um, that are at a reasonable price that, that I like drinking when, when we're on the road, uh, and it's, it's smooth and goes down easy. <laughs> yeah, you peaked. Uh, J- Jason's next going to ask why you don't have wine uh, at the, uh, you know, at your trailer at the, uh, <laughs> at the track now. Know, he's going to be bugging you. Tap, it just comes right out of the side of the trailer. Oh, there you go. Wine tap. And yeah. re- does that go good yeah, with yeah. NOS energy drinks? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. 
but no, man. Yeah, I, I make some nervous. Right? Yeah. But no, I think it's like so crazy. Everything, you know, like you said, like as you got older, you're starting to appreciate things like that a little bit more. Um, you know, have you ever taken time to kind of like take a step back and appreciate your driving career so far? Uh, not really. I, I just, um, I just want to, I just, all I focus on is winning the race. And, and if I don't win the race, um, I, I figure out why I didn't win it and I don't make that mistake again. So, um, or I try not to make that mistake again. So I, I've had, um, a lot of great opportunities that I'm really, really thankful of and, and a lot of good and a lot of success in a short amount of time, um, that I, but I feel like, um, you know, with my competitiveness and how competitive I am at the races, I, um, you know, I, I need to make sure I win every time, every race I go to. Yeah. And, and, uh, kind of, kind of going into that there. So this weekend, you know, you've, you've obviously raced, um, in this area before on, on at Arizona Speedway. And, but when you get to a track, you don't race at too often, maybe once a year or a track you've never been at before. Can you kind of give the thought process when you get there? Cause you, you know, world of outlaws has to get up to speed pretty quick out there for qualifying. Um, you know, so what's your thought process going into a track? that you're just not as familiar with going into that they um my my biggest thought process is how quickly you pick up on the track and the surface and how it changes and how it's going to change and uh the the word of allies is so tough because uh a lot of those guys we compete against they've already been there and they've already raced at that surface they they haven't um, so it's important to, for us to get to tracks that we've been to before and have a good notebook at and uh, and just to pick up on things really quickly uh that, that's that's where the outlaws they beat everybody just with how uh you know they don't, don't make any mistakes and they are already ahead of the you know the game before you are you know they're always always a few steps ahead and you just that's how you beat them is you got to be ahead of them yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, you've proved uh, your, your worth, I guess, this past weekend, you know, with the podium finish and, uh, you know, looking ahead to uh, this weekend. Obviously, you know, like I said earlier, you have a win at Arizona Speedway, which is, you know, good uh, to go into. Uh, Donnie Schatz won uh, last year and then uh, USA Raceway. Uh, did you Have you ran USA Raceway yet? I don't remember a few years ago. Uh, I ran there a couple years ago, but it's I, – I don't really remember just because – um, I think it was about five years ago. Right, right. Was, uh, yeah. I went to the Word of Alpha race there, or four years ago, maybe. Yeah, now the whole uh, track surface completely changed there. A new promoter in uh, hand, our very own Jonah oh. Trussell. So got to throw a little uh, shout out to uh, our, our promoter here, Arizona Speedway, for uh, getting USA Raceway uh, back up and running. So uh, definitely looking forward to uh, having you out there this Friday. And, uh, you know, I know if there's one guy who can uh, get the hang of it, it's definitely you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the whole weekend, and um, and hopefully we could uh, we could put together a good night and and get a win. Hey, and also this weekend is uh, WrestleMania. So Rico, <laughs> I gotta ask you, man, who's your favorite '90s wrestler? I'm going with uh, with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he uh, he's a wild man. The, the Hulkster, the wild man. There you go. The today I guess I saw on Facebook was the. Uh, anniversary of uh, him and macho man randy savage main event 
when the mega powers exploded oh, wow. or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I'm with you on this one, Rico. Like what year was that, Jason? I don't, I don't know. Exactly. So, 88. Exactly. <laughs> Some of us weren't alive and, and one of us, me, uh, was really young. So <laughs> you got to be a student of the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, speaking of being a student of the game, Rico, I mean, you definitely are a student of, you know, the game of, you know, racing, sprint car racing, all that stuff. Uh, who are some of your heroes growing up? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of uh, Parnelli Jones and Jack Hartenchild. They are they are my two guys. Um, two different driving styles, but uh, you know Jack is is uh, is more. Uh, I feel like his driving style is more like mine, and um, he's a fan favorite, and he's one really um, I really enjoy watching. And uh, and then Parnelli Jones is. Um, he, he's one of the greatest uh, to ever go through um, the sport of or the motorsports world, uh, just with all the different cars he's gotten to drive and win in. And um, I would love to get to experience some of those cars that he's driven, and um, the Baja 1000, and all that. You know, the Turnpike, and all those uh, looked like great events. And and uh, he was in some hot rods. Yeah, it definitely was. And, you know, great motorsports world. Like, I'm a, I'm a big AJ Foyt guy myself, so I just love, uh, I don't know, never saw him race or anything like that, but just, you know, the history of AJ Foyt and, you know, seeing what all he's accomplished in his career is just, like, phenomenal to me. And, you know, I guess the Texas roots, I guess, uh, kind of have there uh, as well. And uh, I know, uh, you know, he's uh, Tony Stewart's uh, favorite, and you're, uh, you and Tony pretty good friends. He is. He's one of my favorite drivers. He's not – not all time though. He's got, got I got to get those old timers in there. And <laughs> the uh, Tony's a great guy. I really uh, enjoy our friendship, and um, you know, and, and um, it's really cool to see what he's done for the motorsports world and sprint car racing and with the all stars and he just everything he does, he takes it to the next level. And um, and we're all really thankful to have people like that in our industry because uh, it'll just make it that much tougher for us to go compete for big wins and, and race for um, good money. The promotion side he's built with the All-Stars is doing really well, and it's fun to see. All right, so we do have a few Facebook questions. We got one in on you yesterday. Uh, so Dan Gitmeyer wants to know, which type of car do you enjoy racing the most? Is the uh, wing car, non-wing car, or asphalt? Um, I, have, I have a lot of fun in the 410 sprint car. Uh, with the World of Outlaws, uh, but at the end of the day, I, I really just enjoy racing anything. Um, you know, I'll, I'll race uh, you know, a lawnmower at, in a backyard race and um, and then have fun with it. So, uh, but the the 410 sprint car, just a horsepower with the wings on it, and uh, you, you know the, the how fast they go and how fast things happen is is uh, you can't beat that. Yeah, definitely can. I think uh, we might be uh, looking at uh, getting that uh, lawnmower race sponsored here pretty soon. That would be fun. I'd be <laughs> game on. <laughs> well, hey, if you need an announcer, I'm there for you, all right? So let's get all that right. thing going, all right? <laughs> uh, well, Rico, I do appreciate you hopping on the podcast with us, man. I know you got some sponsors that you would love to thank and get you up and down the road. Yeah, I got a few. Um, you know, obviously my family, I'm really thankful of them. Uh, you know, Avery Vineyards, uh, you know, Southern Pacific Farms came on board with us this year and 
you know, Larry and Jennifer Moles do a tremendous amount for me, and I'm very thankful for them. Uh, Richard and Jennifer Marshall with Priority Aviation, Alpine Stars, Curb Records uh, is another new sponsor for us, uh, you know, becoming ownership in our sprint car team. And it's, uh, it's very cool to have, um, you know, these partners or um, – helping me um and, and my race team uh it's you know you don't it's hard to find sponsorship nowadays and um you know and i feel like uh great personalities and great relationships is what puts those um great sponsorships together and that's just something i really focus on uh and and making sure our partners are satisfied with um you know with what they're sponsoring and who they're sponsoring and um, you know, it's it goes a long ways. Uh, just being able to, you know, just a phone call or communication, and um, you know, so those are the things that I focus on. Um, you know, when I'm not racing. Yeah, definitely do a great job promoting through all your social media channels. Uh, what are your social media channels for the fans out there that want to follow you in uh, your racing career? I've been uh, I've been really active on my Instagram page uh, and, my, and my Twitter and um, and then the Facebook page as well. So Rico Abreu Racing on Facebook and um, just Rico underscore Abreu on uh, Twitter and Instagram. So it's, uh, those have been uh, I've been having a lot of fun with you know balancing all that with my racing. And don't forget to plug your like I said uh, your pretty awesome uh uh you know lifestyle line and things like that as well for the guys because i definitely yeah, want to my, promote that the lifestyle line is the best <laughs> yeah i um, it hasn't uh, been taking off as much as or as as big as i would um, feel like it it should be but it's um we've had some cool designs and anyone interested in them it's a nice soft style t-shirt um just with a simple love those soft uh, you know logo on the front that um Anyone can get over at RicoAver.com. So uh, it's the merchandise stuff has been a lot of fun. I put a lot of work into it uh, for, uh, you know, just for a fan that doesn't uh, essentially want to wear a sprint car, a T-shirt with a sprint car on it everywhere. And they can kind of, uh, you know, get a lifestyle tee on and, and go to dinner casually, um, you know, and or wear it to work or, you know, it's 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 been a fun thing to, to try to build and. Uh, we put a lot of work into it. Well, I, I mean, Rico, I could definitely tell you that what you just said there is absolutely true. And I was going to tell you that as well, because anybody that knows me, I do not wear racing guys t-shirts at all. I think they're, you know, no offense to anybody, but they're, I think they're gaudy. I think they're just awful. Like, I don't even wear them around the house. Right. And you're, I mean, your, your t-shirts caught my eye. I mean, you can attest with Jason here. So you're definitely right on that. Is They're definitely uh, uh, something for the casual fan as well as, um, you know, the diehard fans out there on that. So that's one reason i wanted to have you bring that up so uh you know we can we can discuss that a little bit (laughs) i agree thank you guys though hey well rico thank you for hopping on the podcast with with us my man look forward to uh, catching with you uh, this weekend sounds good yeah we'll see you guys uh in a couple days you got it man take care and that was Rico Abreu completing our uh, double hitter of interviews today. So I uh, want to thank uh, them once again, you know, Sheldon Hodgeshield and uh, Rico for uh, hopping on. So uh, good stuff, man. I'm like, what'd you take away from either of those interviews? They're both, you know, it's, it's, what I take away is, is, you know, the casual race fan, besides the racing side, because they're both very talented racers uh, out there and they both have 
good careers, you know, to continue and, and everything. It's just, you know, the difference between race guys kind of just amazes me, you know. Um, you well, know. Rico's kind of like the, the Cali kid, you know, yeah. doing his thing. You know, he, like you said, like, hey, I have my stint in NASCAR. I'm just looking to have some fun right now. I'm a sprint yeah. car driver, but you know what? He's chasing the money, if comments somebody, like that. You somebody know? has anything else you want to race? Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. We'll hop in a lawnmower where you heard, you know, Sheldon kind of talk about, you know, like NASCAR would be cool to like, like get into. And obviously, I mean, with his uh, car owner being uh, the driver of a uh, number 17 uh, yeah. <laughs> for Roush Fenway well, there and Cup Land. So I'm going to use the word polished. Like, definitely Sheldon's a lot more polished than uh, his deal. Like, you know, it, it, which is, you know, it, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, but definitely he's like an up and comer and being polished and groomed to go that route. And like you said, Rico is just like, hey, man, let's go, you know. Call me up. Let's go. I got, I got a Thursday night open. Let's uh, let's send you know, it. let's go down the beach and uh, race whatever we got down there. And that that's just what fascinates me on it. And, and just hearing about these guys and you know Rico's you know endeavors and you know his other stuff and his creativity. Um, I mean, if he wasn't a race car guy, I mean, definitely his creativity on his marketing side is just like you said, is just just brilliant compared to what you see out there. I mean, there's a lot of social media guys out there that you know should follow him and do what he does. And know? I was wondering that actually if those shirts like it was kind of interesting for Rico to talk about the lifestyle collection saying it hasn't really taken off and I guess fans you know clamor for the gaudy t-shirts which I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not opposed to I mean I know some sprint car t-shirts that you know look super cool and everything like that but I think like today's generation you know, like he said like you know here's a shirt you could wear and you can go out to eat with like one of the things I hate you know seeing on Facebook you got a lot of racing fans but somebody out like a nice steak dinner rocking a you know a sprint car Tottenham uh, t-shirt or whatever it's uh, like that's you know, even even if you go back to the night, right? I mean, could you you know, the you can pick out a racing T-shirt a mile away, right? Because there's a thousand logos on it, you know, and right. you know some some race car popping out of something or, or whatnot. I think the lifestyle uh, shirts bring up a conversation. People are like Rico throwing sliders since '92, I think is what it says. Yeah, I mean, you know, born. Yeah, you can wear and, and support your driver, and quite frankly, look nice in them because they do look nice, right? Um, and you can wear them at like you said a nice dinner and and things like that and not be you know because i mean i i once had another race car driver I'll, I'll name drop him rj johnson that had shirts one year i don't know this was like five years ago or so and he was like i don't have enough neon in the shirt for the young kids to buy them right <laughs> and i was like oh that's why i like them <laughs> you know See, and, and that's the thing too you gotta find that like balance i think yeah. you know like you know obviously with rico talking about how he loves the kids you know like kids these days <laughs> They're all about that neon. I'm surprised none of these sprint car drivers have a like um, Fortnite type logo <laughs> T-shirt made because no. I mean that, that thing would sell with the kids, right? Like you get like, right. a Fortnite character on there, and make your guy look like a Fortnite character. That thing's gonna sell with the kids. But I think more of us adults, we are looking for more of the what can we wear every day. And I see that on Twitter too, like you know fans looking for you know like a polo, you know some a nice little polo pullover something yeah. like that yeah. to wear, you know, not just at the racetrack but also in everyday life so i feel like that's what that collection gives you yeah because i mean if if i was to wear race shirts the only place i would wear them is if i'm going to a race right like right. i'm also a guy that doesn't wear football jerseys or baseball jerseys but if i was going to wear one i would only wear one to the stadium yeah you, you know? only wear the football jersey yeah to the so same thing I with the racing like, deal I, I, so I, I saw a guy rocking a football jersey at like walmart the other day yeah it's he just, had like it's you know, weird little, right Broncos jersey, Broncos <laughs> hats. Like, bro, it's yeah. summer. Like, they're not playing a game. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, you know, he, he said it wasn't taking off. And, uh, you know, I, I get, you know, I'm, I'm not joking around uh, that I'm saying that I like.
I, I like several of his shirts and, and their softies and his hats and everything. So, you know, I'll definitely become a customer on it, but, um, you know, but he's doing something different. I guess is what to say. I mean, nobody else has that. Right. So yeah, it's not taking off like he Don't likes right look now. Like the but, rest. Look like the best. <laughs> is that a good, good slogan there? There you go. I'm marking that down right now. Marking We're it down. Emailing, emailing him right now. Yeah. But, hey. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, that's what I took out of it. I mean, what did, uh, you know, they, and, and the other thing I take out of it is, uh, it's, it's kind of an overstatement, but every, every race car driver starts in either dirt bikes or go-karts when they're four. Oh, yeah. Well, Rico, I mean, he was like eight years ago, said like when yeah. he got his start, you know, just had some friends. And that's like the thing I like. I mean, obviously, Sheldon, you know, like Rico mentioned, like Jack was like one of his heroes growing up, you know, the wild child. And, you know, Sheldon, he was kind of like thrusted into that racing spotlight where he's like, I was racing dirt bikes. My dad's like, I'm build you a sprint car. And I was like, eh, like whatever. Yeah. Where Rico, on the other hand, is all like, man, I had some friends that did this stuff. I kind of want to get into it. And now it's like, that's what I want to do. Like, that's what I love. So it's like so crazy just hearing, you know, two guys, um, you know, obviously running this weekend, you know, kind of the same points, I guess, in their life, but not the same points in their careers. Well, and they that ca- makes sense. Well, they came up different ways. Yeah. And then even then there are different points moving forward. So like Rico, exactly. like Rico said, he's already gone to the truck series and tried that out and, and everything. So he, he realizes that it's more to have fun and, and things like that. He's got the younger team out there. Um, you know, uh, the other team is a little bit more polished, a little bit, uh, you know, some money backing it type of a deal. And, uh, as I would say, Rico's kind of more like a homegrown type team. So that's, that's what actually I get out of it. And that's what I'm actually fascinated about, you know, and, and, and that's the interesting thing is you root for both of these guys you know, and they're basically it's two totally different people you're rooting right. for. It's not, you know, like NASCAR where, you know, three Joe Gibbs guys are you're rooting for you're one rooting of for them. Either but, a team or you're rooting yeah. for, you know, your one guy, you know, like but they're I, all I'm a Kyle sim- Bush guy because he's a a-hole and yeah. I like a-holes. And or, they're all you know, similar, you know, because so I like seven time champions. Yeah, you're not guys. you're not rooting for Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Bush generally at the same time uh, and it's the same concept as well yeah they grew up differently they grew up in different things they're in different points of their career they're on different types of teams but you're not rooting for them whereas in the world of outlaws and these two guys like i said you, you're rooting i'm you know you're rooting for both these guys uh and just with all these dichotomies and everything and i, I just started to use big words i don't even know if i used yeah, it what right the hell is dichotomies? i don't, I don't know, know. We'll look at somebody to google check you there don't <laughs> don't do that because i probably used it wrong but um that, that's what i get out of it and that's what was pretty neat about this and and i'm not joking around everybody on friday night down in tucson and saturday down there man they open those pits up get back there two divisions gonna be fast show yeah get back there see these guys introduce yourself take your pictures i'm not kidding right just me standing there you know waiting for rico to get done so we could talk to him uh and everything i mean i probably took 50 pictures of him interacting with kids i know right (laughs) um well you need to get a new job there i know right Uh, yeah for wine rico i'm available buddy um but no i mean it, it was just it was amazing to watch him work and and include everybody and just the thing that fascinated me the most on both of them I mean, even Samantha, who was with us, uh, one of Jason's friends or Jason's friend, I guess, not one of them. Yeah, I apologize. Your girlfriend, drop it. Um, You know, I mean, she, you know, she lit up when she met both of them and and other drivers and things like that. It's just something you don't 
being around this atmosphere a lot, you don't see that in NASCAR. You don't see that in a lot of things. You don't see it on a normal yeah, you don't really Saturday normal night race. Night, yeah. um, things like that. So, I mean, it's completely different. And, and these guys know what they're talking about. They'll talk to you, um, you know, and get in depth with you and things like that. So definitely get out there. And, and of course, always support Bring them. the kids. It, absolutely. They, I mean, uh, that's the thing is you do not have to worry about your kids, you know, being embarrassed by somebody, a driver or not be talked to uh they will drop everything and walk over to them and that's the neat thing to see because like i said we don't see that too much in sports these days where guys will do that after a race you know even on a bad night you know right, you know, right, uh, right. They'll, they'll be they'll be standing there doing it uh and all that and then also support these guys with their merchandise because uh they don't you know, there's trailers there with merchandise, but definitely get online because they don't haul it all around with them and get some of these guys' shirts and stuff because uh, they'll, they'll one, they'll sign them too. Yep. So looking ahead to this weekend, uh, Friday night will be USA Raceway down in Tucson. The uh, first trip for the Outlaws there in three years. 2016 was the last time they uh, went out there and they have been up there uh, seven times. Started back in 2006 with uh, two races uh, s- spread out throughout the year. Paul McMahon won the first one, Donnie Shouts won the second one uh steve kinzer also king stevie got it done in 2007 and then they took a little bit of a, a hiatus there next time they came to town was 2013 where darren Pittman was your main event winner brad sweet brian brown and darren Pittman again there from 13 down to uh, 2016 who are you liking for friday night man i don't know i'm not that knowledgeable jason however that track's a little bit bigger right a little bit wider um I'm just looking forward to seeing these guys race, you know, seeing them at Paris, which is, you know, a little bit smaller. I don't want to see uh, ass whipping that air uh, yeah. gave everybody. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a smaller, not as wide track, right? So I'm, you know, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing these guys on Saturday. I mean, these guys are all fast. They're all good out there. They're all going to do great times. But these guys going to these turns, you know, with these wide turns down at USA Raceway, man, we could we could see two or three wides going into these and, and things like that. And that's the exciting thing to see. And, you know, I guess that I don't know. I mean, I could guess one of our guests today. I can say Donnie Schatz because he wins a lot. And, you know, I could say, you know, all these other guys as well. But um, I have no idea, dude. I'm not... I'm the casual race guy, dude. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Are we betting? No, we're not betting. Okay. We, we might, I'm hey, going to say Donnie shots if we're betting. After hot laps, we'll bet, all right? Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll place our bets after that. Yeah, let me so see we'll, how they we'll, run. Yeah, we'll see how fast they look in hot laps <laughs> and everything like that. But no, like you said, like I think there's unknowns going in USA Raceway. I wasn't there the last time they ran. I think it was like a Monday night show or something like that, so I didn't get to make it out. But, uh, you know, there's something unknown, especially now, you know, the service, a little bit newer, has been ran on since January when we were there with the Modified Tour. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I know Jonah, he's not returned phone call so i assume he's down there hard at work you know uh getting everything <laughs> i uh, guarantee you he's down there booted and suited and everything like that uh when he's not there he's probably casino you know doing a little gambling <laughs> got to try to make some money oh, some, somehow right <laughs> but no uh so you know yeah like you said i mean it could be a crapshoot going to that race so i'm more interested than in that i think uh saturday night arizona speedway we're gonna get that cushion built up you know like we saw it last year i mean when sheldon was leading like you said man he stepped on it hard uh come off of turn number four but uh they had a nice cushion built up and uh you know donnie we saw him this past week and he's just kind of rolling the bottom. He did the same last uh, year when he won out there too. So we'll uh, definitely be looking forward to that. Um, and hopefully they make it a race, you know. Uh, it's always good when Donnie isn't in the dash because I do like seeing him race up there instead of, you know, just waxing <laughs> the, the field. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this past Saturday, if you're trying to get a new fan involved on 
TV, it wasn't going to work out because <laughs> that was just a butt whooping that Aaron put on him. Yeah, I mean, and you know, we've done enough of these podcasts and people have got to know me to know that I hate single file, <laughs> follow, <laughs> you the know, leader. follow the leader racing. It drives me. Batty. I mean, it was good it's, behind Aaron. Aaron. Aaron was obviously out to like a full street yeah, yeah, lead, yeah. but behind him, I mean, you had like some good battles going on. Yeah. Third, not, fourth. You I'm know, not saying that. But there's, on back and stuff like that. But there's just no intrigue, you know, right. I got the finish line from down there. You know, I was down, right on the edge, right the finish line and you know you can tell who won like, there's seven cars that roll through lap cars everything right, you know, there's right. just no excitement yeah, you, you want to see the, the leaders beating them yeah each other. you want to see them coming around turn four and nice side by side somebody somebody doing a slide job on somebody cutting down underneath them and and cutting down that's that's what you want to see on a finish but it, even if it was i mean it was still exciting don't get me wrong it was completely still exciting out there with them with them running that way and um definitely be- on Friday night down at USA Raceway. Then we will have the ASCS Santan Ford Desert Sprint Car Series with us Saturday night, along with the NOS Energy Drink World of Outlaws. So we will see everybody at the track that week, and then uh, we'll be back into our weekly regular uh, programming. Uh, coming up next week, we do have, well, I guess next week isn't really uh, back to regular programming because we have the malicious yeah. monster trucks coming to town. Yes. Uh, along with the uh, bombers and the uh, stock car guys. So uh, that'll be a uh, night show. To see. Yeah, two night show there. Uh, monster trucks, they always pack the place in. It's uh, quite the sight. I haven't I've never made it to the monster truck race and uh, this year's kind of up in the air right now if I'm going to make it, but um, I've never seen it uh, out there. You know, they're, they're smaller monster cars, right? Yeah. You got like I eight mean, little guys, we'll, you know, we'll no talk gra- about no it next week or anything coming up, but there's you, a but bus there that they go and yeah, I mean, there's we, been a bus in the infield. I don't, <laughs> every, every time I have to work, you know, for somebody and I'm in the infield, I have to walk around that stupid bus. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no like squatters in there yet. You know, like no hobos <laughs> just hanging out, living in the bus. Oh, there's no, <laughs> bathrooms in the infield so i'm not going to say whether well, some people have used that it as that but, but oh. anyways uh, make sure <laughs> you uh, like and share the uh podcast uh do please review us subscribe to us on itunes and spotify uh we are on those two platforms of course also on uh, podbean if you don't have the uh any of those outlets, you can just pull up on your computer by going to gestaltproduction.com, clicking the podcast link, and uh, going to the Race with Jason podcast. Also, have the main event podcast there as well if you like uh, just all sorts of sports and random BSery that uh, <laughs> me and Steve do. And it uh, looks like we might have some more podcasts coming up through the uh, pipeline here uh, soon. So, uh, definitely a good time to uh, be a part of Gestalt Production, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, shameless plug here. Might as well throw it in here at the end that, you know, we are looking for, uh, we have some other ideas on podcasts and we're looking for other ideas on it not necessarily for us for other people as well so if you uh listen to this and you uh have some ideas or want to get into this uh definitely hit us up we uh have some opportunities we're definitely looking forward to so and quick way to hit us up you can always hit me up on twitter at jason carter zero three on twitter snapchat and instagram also make sure you like the racing with jason podcast facebook page and hit us up at gestalt production on the facebook page as well and they can hit up steve at smac 500 on all the platforms um and uh of course uh the gestalt production page i think either one of us answer that so yeah whichever whoever gets there first well it depends on the the comments if it's like a race like hey where's this video at i'll let you deal with oh that, yeah you know? right, yeah <laughs> if it's somebody just asking you wizardry I'll, I'll hit up you know be the nice and friendly <laughs> guy i don't be like i don't have to know get out, get out of here but no uh, it's always a great time so i definitely we, want to uh thank everybody who's uh subscribed to the page already and uh get all these youtube videos coming in some great videos and stuff like that so get a yeah. lot of compliments on that which uh 
feels good. Yeah, and we um, this week, just so everybody knows, we will be obviously filming the mod lights, uh, all the mod light stuff, and putting that up as well as the uh, ASCS Desert Sprint Car Series on our page. Uh, we'll be all we'll be doing this week uh, at the tracks, but we will get those up for those guys, uh, which is always exciting for these local guys to uh, obviously share with their friends, families that aren't out here. And I see a lot of comments on that actually, as racers where their parents are out of town or you know not from here or family members that can't make it out here to see their you know family members race or friends race and they get to watch it on there so definitely and let you know let's let these other tracks know you want to you want to get this stuff done because uh you know we're definitely uh excited to get this and and everybody to be excited about it and uh grow the sport here and one last thing speaking of the mod lights uh at mojave valley also this past week they did go king of the oval for the mod lights Chaz michael jr won that so uh got that saw that information a little bit after nice. we uh talked about it so uh, congratulations to uh, Chaz Walker Jr. as well as he is uh, doing some work in That's that a, 831 car. He did. Uh, he had a good run in the mod lights uh, here yeah, at Arizona picked, Speedway picked a couple a w, weeks ago. So yeah, we'll so. see if he's out there Friday night. Definitely uh, make it exciting out there for the, uh, the undercard, I guess you can say. <laughs> yes. But I uh, want to thank all you fans for listening, subscribing, all that stuff. God bless you. God bless the troops and God bless America.